Galatians chapter 5. I'm going to read in just a moment. Let me give you some context before I read. Galatians chapter 5, verse 16. We're talking today about what I think everyone really wants. What everyone wants is not a bigger house. It's not a better car. It's not a, it's not a vacation in Cancun. I think what everyone really wants is peace on their pillow. I think what everybody really wants is the joy of the Lord. Remember, happiness is from your circumstance. Joy is an internal reality. I think everybody wants self-control. You know, like when somebody's cutting you off on the freeway and you want to be like, bless God. I love you, Jesus. Everyone wants faithfulness in our marriage. Everyone wants gentleness when you face a pandemic. Every, everybody wants love in their relationships. You know, they say the happiest people in the world are not because they have things from the exterior, but it's when they have true, genuine love in relationships. All of the things that your soul craves, they come out of a relationship with Jesus. In fact, Paul writes this way. He says, the fruits of the Spirit are love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. That is the result of walking with the Holy Ghost. That is the result of the gospel at work in your life. That, that, that's something you can't manufacture these things. It's just the inner working of the Holy Spirit. Anybody thankful today that God's working on you? Anybody thankful that God loves you enough to produce something inside of you? He talks, he talks, Paul says, the acts of the flesh, and he goes on the laundry list of how nasty they are. I call them the dirty dozen. They, 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 they funky, they nasty. The, the acts of the flesh, because if you in the flesh, you're acting. I grew up with Mr. T, anybody else? It, Mr. T used to say, I pity the what? I pity the fool. You acting a fool. Anybody you married to somebody, sometimes they act a fool. Give them an elbow. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. There is the acts of the flesh versus the fruits of the spirit. When I act in the flesh, I am acting a way that is contradictory to who I really want to be. But when I yield to God, when I surrender and resist temptation... It produces out of my life great fruit. I'm believing for your life that there's going to be fruit not just from this church, but fruit from your life, fruit from your sacrifice, and fruit from you yielding to the voice of the Holy Spirit. Somebody say amen. I say all that to say to read the, these scriptures. Watch what he continues to say. Uh, uh, Galatians 5, 16. So I say then, walk by the Spirit. And you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the spirit. And the spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other. Sounds like my boys. They are in conflict with each other. So that you are not to do whatever you want. But if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. I'm going to explain that here in a little bit. You are not under the law, what Paul's saying there, but I just love this picture. He, say, he says, walk in the spirit and you will not fulfill the desires of the flesh. Can we just be honest? 
I don't care how much church you go to. I don't care how many podcasts you listen to. I don't care if you read my book or not, although it would be great if you did. You have a flesh side. You got things inside of you like, where's that coming from? It's coming from the flesh. And what the flesh wants is in opposition to what the spirit wants. Let me just speak to your spirit animal. We love in culture like, well, that's my spirit animal, okay? Let me speak to your spirit animal, all right? The inner you, the spirit you, the spirit man in you wants to pray. The spirit man in you wants to give your tithes and offerings. The spirit inside of you wants to sacrifice, wants to get connected, wants to pray, wants to read the Bible, wants to worship with your hands up. Anybody thankful that you got a spirit animal, the spirit man, and the spirit of God working on the inside. But what your spirit wants is different than what your flesh wants. Sometimes I have to be aware that just the fact that there is a war within me, I am comforted in the battle. See, you ought to get afraid if there's no battle. Because if you're just in the flesh, you are desensitized to the working of the Holy Ghost. But the fact that you go, there's a, I feel a war. I feel a tension. I feel, I, I'm, 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 I'm at odds with, I want to do this. I shouldn't do, this is like me every Sunday night with a McFlurry. I shouldn't, but I want to, but I can't, but I will, but I won't. You're like two different people. Yeah, man, it's the flesh and the spirit. What I, what, I, what I want to convince you of by the time we leave this service is what I'm asking you to do is I want you, I want you to commit your life to walking in the Spirit. I want, you to com- I want you to commit your life to say to the best of my ability, I will not be someone that walks in the flesh. America doesn't need more people on social media walking in the flesh. We need people in this church that are saying, I'm... A, I'm I'm going to quote some lyrics right now. I don't know if anybody in the 830 are going to get this, but we're going to walk it like we talk it. Okay? For all the older heads, we, I'm a little Aerosmith. Walk this way, okay? You're just having fun. I'm in a sweater vest, okay? I'm all sophisticated for y'all, okay? <laughs> but, but can you make a commitment today? To walk in the spirit. Do you realize what this would do to your marriage? Do you understand how significant this would change your parenting? Do, do, just think about your life. The fruit. The legacy. The, the, the result. We all want results. There are no good results from the flesh. The Bible literally says those that sow to the flesh reap corruption. But the one that sows to the Spirit reaps everlasting life. So I want to sow to, so I'm going to write down the title of today's message. It's called Committed to Connected. Because, listen, I'm not just asking you co- to commit to walk in the Spirit. I'm asking you to commit to connect with God. Because if you stay connected to, to, to God, connected to the Spirit, connected to the Holy Ghost, you will not walk in the flesh. It's a connection issue. Have you, have you ever thought you were charging your iPhone, but you weren't charging your iPhone? Who am I preaching to in this service? 
the other day I took, I took a red eye, which is translation for devil. I took a red eye to, uh, to Orlando. That's fun. And, um, and so I got to Orlando and I was, I was speaking at an event at night and, and, and they invited me. They said, will you come help raise money for what we're doing in Africa? By the way, we raised $2.1 million for what they're doing in Africa. So that was awesome. Will you come, will you come, uh, help raise money? And during the day you could play in the golf tournament. I was like, God and golf, you got me <laughs> walking the spirit. So, so, so I flew down and my tea time wasn't until like 10. So I get on the red eye and I fly in and get to the hotel room. I got like one hour to, to lay down and rest. So I'm, a, I'm responsible. So I plugged in my phone. I've, I've, I, I made sure it was charging, okay? So I set my alarm. When I woke up, my phone, it hadn't charged at all. It was still in the red. Are you like me when your phone's in the red? I panic. Do you panic? Because I don't know if it's going to go from 20 to zero. I don't know how much time we have. Okay, I'm in crisis mode. So, so it, did, it didn't charge. I was like, well, I, I was responsible. I, I, I plugged it in. And so I was like, what in the world? And then I tried to turn the lights on. What had happened was the power in the whole hotel had gone out. So I felt kind of good about myself. Like at least I didn't fail. You know what I'm saying? But I, I want to commit to you today that every time you connect with God, his power is going to run through you. God is not a man that he would lie, and he's not a man that he would change his mind. Clap today if you're grateful that every time I connect with God, I get my God is my soul sufficiency. See, when I get tapped into Jesus, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. I, I, when I connect with God, I get power from on high. How can I forgive? How can I be kind? How can I be generous? The only way is if I stay connected. In fact, write down number one today. Here's what you need to do. Stay connected. Some of us, our biggest problem is you only connect once a week. How are you going to walk in the spirit when you live connected one hour a week? No, no, no. If I only connect once a week, then, uh, then when I disconnect, see, some of y'all's problem is that you're so, di so disconnected, it's leading to discouragement and it's leading to depression. No, what happens is I stay connected to God. I stay connected in my faith. I'm, not, I'm, 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 I'm just staying right here. I'm listening to worship music. I'm, I'm listening to this week's message time and time again. I'm doing whatever I can do to let my spirit rise, my spirit soar, my spirit stay on fire. I can't get dis if I get disconnected, I'll start walking in the flesh. I don't want to do these things. I don't want to act this way. Have you ever said something or done something? You're like, ah, yeah. 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 ah. <laughs> this is most fights in your marriage. Ah. <laughs> Why did I? Ah? <laughs> but the more connected I stay to Jesus, God did not invite you into a religion God invited you into a relationship, a relationship with Jesus. It's in the morning time. It's in the afternoon time. It's in the evening time. It's through the night, the watches of the night. I'm connected with God. Uh, anybody thankful? It's, he didn't invite me to Sundays. He invited me into every day of my life. He's going to walk with me and talk with me and encourage me. Clap today like you're grateful. I'm staying connected. Watch what Jesus says, John 15. He says, so you must remain in life union with me, for I remain in life union with you. For as a branch severed from the vine will not bear fruit, 
So your life will be fruitless unless you live your life intimately joined to mine. I am the sprouting vine and you're my branches. As you live in life union with me as your source, fruitfulness will stream from within you. But when you live separated from me, you are powerless. Do you understand what God's saying to you? He's saying, I'm, I'm in life union with you. You need to be in life union with me. I, I've decided to abide in you. You decide to abide in me. I, I'm not getting disconnected. I'm walking intimately with Jesus. I'm in a relationship with God. The, what I love about marriage is I'm never disconnected from my wife. I never text my wife, hey, how you been? What you been up to? I mean, marriage, you just connect it. We've been having a conversation for 12 years. It just never ended. We FaceTime. We text. We, 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 just, we just talk. We just connect. We connect it at the end. We do everything together. We're con- Jesus does not want a religion with you. He wants a relationship with you. He wants you to stay connected. You got no shot at fighting off the flesh when you disconnect. You got no shot at saying no to your bad side. And don't act all holy like my, my bad side's not that bad. No, 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 no. You, we all sinners saved by grace. We all have the flesh. We all have a propensity. We all got things we will. We all have sin. There's no graduation. For, there's no, you don't read the Bible ten times ago. I don't fight the flesh anymore. No, we all, we in a battle. And the battle can't belong to the Lord if you're disconnected. So when I, when I stay connected, I, I say no to the flesh. In fact, write down number two today. You'll resist the flesh if you stay connected. You, you, when, you, when you stay connected to Jesus, you don't even want the flesh. The, the, by the way, the more I feed the positive, the more I don't even want the negative. You have an appetite for whatever you feed yourself. Whatever you feed yourself, you crave. So if you walk in the flesh, you're going to crave the flesh. If you walk in the spirit, I want more of God. As a deer panteth for the water brooks, so my soul longs for you, O God. Am I preaching to anybody today? Come on. As deep calls unto deep, there are some I crave more of the God stuff. I don't know what you ate during COVID. I don't know what your COVID craving was. I don't know if you put on COVID, you know, 10, 12, 19, whatever you did. I was eating when I was in my house. I was stressed out. I was like, what are we going to do? Where are we going to go? So I started eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. I mean, I started eating them. After 14 straight days of peanut butter and jelly, I posted a photo. I'm like, this is what I've been eating for 14 days. The opinions of the internet. So I had to get, go connect with God and find out his perfect will. So uh, let me just tell you, God likes crunchy peanut butter. So I'm a man of God. I like crunchy peanut butter. Okay, God does not do strawberry jelly. That's from the devil. He's a grape guy. Grape, God, good. Who am I preaching to right now? I'm telling you, I saw I started posting these videos. Peanut butter jelly time. I started eating all this peanut butter. Okay. I would wake up in the morning and be like, can't wait for today, man. 
I'm gonna eat another peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> it's gonna be a great day. Intermittent fast till noon. I'm gonna have a peanut butter jelly time. I started to crave this thing. You, you, you have an appetite for whatever you feed yourself. Some of you, some of you just need to disconnect your flesh and tap into the spirit. And all of a sudden you go, well, I crave to be in the house. I went from coming like one service and showing up 30 minutes late. Now I stay for all three and I serve at two of them. I'm planted. I'm connect. I'm in a small. I thought the, the, the small groups were for the, the, all the people that, we, you know, are they need God. I need God. I'm in a small group. I'm on the dream team. Why? Because I'm connected. You have no shot at resisting the flesh until you connect with God. You, by the way, Paul talks about you need, to, you need to kill, you need to crucify the flesh, and you need to crucify yourself. Watch, watch the difference. Watch. He talks about two, two, two going to the cross. Galatians 5, 24. And those who are Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. So he said, you need to take your flesh... Walk it up to the cross, and you need to crucify that thing. I want to invite you to two funerals today. Your flesh needs to have a funeral, and you need to die to the flesh craving. Somebody give me a big amen if you're willing to crucify the flesh. Then he said, it's not just your flesh, your bad cravings, your, your sin cravings, the temptation, the acts of the, the dirty dozen, the debauchery and the gossip and the jealousy and the envy and the strife. And the it's not just that this side's got to die. He said, you need to die. Watch what he said. Galatians 2.20. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live, connected to God. I live connected by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. He said, I'm crucifying the flesh and I'm taking my ego. I'm taking my pride. I'm taking my agenda. I'm taking my independence and you're going to the cross. Anybody thankful that there's two funerals happening today? Give them a praise if you're grateful. I'm, I'm dying today. I wonder if your biggest problem is you still alive. You still calling the shots. You still the man. You still, it's your plan and your timeline and your money. No, no, no. I died to my life. It, I, my money is yours. My life is yours. My talent is yours. My, my creamy, crunchy peanut butter. My grape jelly. All of it. But somebody praise God like you surrendered to Jesus. I have been crucified. See, the problem is some of us still trying to live our life and then tap in once a week. We're trying to do our thing and then do the God thing. And it, listen, you can't have a foot in the boat and a foot on the dock and expect things to go good. Something's going to break and it's going to be you. You don't have a shot at overcoming the flesh until you walk in the spirit. If I could sing like Aerosmith, I would have hit it right there. I would have hit it right there. You know, I can't, I'm not even trying. Guys, I'm in a sweater vest. I'm not even going to try. 
But the first thing that happens is when I walk in the spirit, I don't even, it's like this stuff, it, that's gross. What's gross? Pride, ego, self-centeredness, narcissism. The need to always be right. As a sheep led to the slaughter, he did not open his mouth. He just yielded. He just walked in the spirit. If you who say you can rebuild the temple and save the da-da-da, save yourself. See, when I, when, I walk, when I get connected to the Spirit, it's not just that I, I, I say no to the bad stuff. We all know we're supposed to say no to the bad stuff. Do you know that when I walk in the Spirit, I actually will fulfill the law? Write that down, number three. It's, 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 it's not just that I'm dying to the bad stuff. It's that now I have a shot at fulfilling the law. Now, you need to understand something, that we, though we are in the New Testament and under grace, we are still under the law. We are still under the law because Jesus said, I took all the law of the old of the prophets and I boiled it down to two things. Love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. This is the first and the greatest commandment. And then love your neighbor as yourself. I will never wake up and be just as concerned about pastor's needs as my needs if I'm in the flesh. But if I'm in the spirit, it will produce in me a, a burden. It will produce in me an empathy. Oh, some of you are understanding what God's trying to say today. He's saying, you'll love people. I don't have a shot at loving people without being connected to Jesus Christ. How are you going to get more kind? See, religious people are like, I'm going to get more kind. And the rest of us are like, oh, you scary. <laughs> Jesus people are like, I love you, Jesus. I receive your grace. Thank you for forgiving me. Thank you for accepting me. Thank you that I'm approved. God, I just, I love you with all my heart. Today, I confess and I declare you are my soul sufficiency. And as I, the work of a believer is receiving. The real work of Christianity is receiving. And out of all my receiving, then I can give. Do you struggle with, by the way, the, the title of my book is not Help, I Work With People. It's actually out of this. It's, you know, I need some help because I work with people and I want to love them the way God does. I want to serve my coworkers and serve my family. I got a cut. Anybody have a cousin that needs Jesus? Everybody got a cousin that needs Jesus. Okay, that's a trick question. Nobody's cousin saved. Everybody's like, oh, my cousin. The only way I can serve humanity is, watch what Jesus says. Matthew 22, put it on screen. I love it. Watch what he says here. He says, listen, he says, now, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the first and greatest command. And the second is like it, love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. Romans 8, 4. So now, every righteous requirement of the law can be fulfilled through the anointed one living his life in us, and we are free to live, not according to our flesh, but by the dynamic power of the Holy Spirit. 
Oh, come on. You ought to clap just for what God's word is telling you. I, it's, I can fulfill every. There's a righteous requirement you're under. There is a law that you are under. And the law says love God and love people. When I walk in the spirit, I get excited because some of you, you, you never entered into this fun part of faith. So th- 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 this is, it, it's fun to overcome temptation, but it is more fun to love people. It is more fun to serve humanity. It is more fun to give. It is more fun to encourage. Come on, somebody get excited because I got a shot when I'm connected to Jesus at loving people. You're going to love people that don't look like you. You're going to love people that don't vote like you. You're going to love people that don't dress like you. You're going to vote. You're going to love people that don't live in your same region. All of a sudden, you're going to wake up praying for India. All of a sudden, you got a burden for Africa. All of a sudden, you're like, I, I, I'm praying for the liberal. I'm, I'm praying for the conservative. Somebody thank God. I'm getting supernatural power. In my own strength, they are right. They are right. I tolerate them, go to church with them, don't like them that much. And then I walk in the spirit, and all of a sudden, I got a bird. You, start, you read an article, and you start to cry. You, 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 you see, you, you, you see a, a single mom, and you get a burden. It, it, it's, it's overwhelming what walking in the... Walking in the spirit is not about you just saying no to the flesh. Walking in the spirit is about you fulfilling the requirement that you're under, and that's loving people. Loving them at the level that you love yourself, which, by the way, the Bible just taught us if we don't love ourselves, we'll never love another. How do I love myself? I receive the love of Jesus. And I receive the identity of what he says I am. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I am the head and not the tail. I am more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. I am a chosen generation. I'm a royal priesthood. I'm a marvelous light. Somebody thank God I know who I am because I know whose I am. And the more strong I get in my identity, the more I can love his people. So, so, so you can be seen. We're going to end with this because I want to teach you how to do this. See, see, Paul's teaching you what is important. I'm trying to tell you why it's important. But now I want to show you how to walk it out. Because all of it's just hype and excitement and biblical teaching until we understand, how do I stay connected? I want to teach you today the, the, the cord of connection. The, the way I connect my life to Jesus, the cord of connection is faith. Faith Keeps me connected to God. When I woke up in that morning, I was like, did my phone get unplugged? Did I get disconnected? No, I was plugged into a source that did not have the power to deliver. That did not have the power to sustain. That did not have the power to help me out. But every time I connect with God, I am connected with God through my faith. That's why the Bible says, now the just shall live by faith faith so he said I have been crucified it's no longer I that live the life that I now live I live by faith this is a faith life do you understand what I'm saying so right 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 there's four faiths that you need in your life stay connected through faith is 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 this umbrella uh keyboard player you can come up and make me sound awesome please I'm gonna sound so spiritual just watch this the moment he plays if he's in the right setting I'll sound great watch I want to give you four faiths that you need in your life. Write them down quickly. Here's the first one you need. You need genuine faith. You need, I mean, genuine, real deal, not that Sunday faith. 
That's all right. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Genuine faith. Like, you ever meet someone of faith and they show you, oh, you're a real Christian. Because it's genuine. Watch, 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 watch how Paul says this. Galatians 5, 6. For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision has any value. He's talking about stuff of the flesh, religious stuff. The only thing that counts is faith expressing itself through love. Genuine faith. I can feel it in this church. This church is filled with genuine faith. This, this church right here, this is real. We're doing real stuff to help real people. We say what we mean. We, 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 we're in this for real. Like when we say we love you, we love you. This church, if you come here, you got to make a commitment. We don't fight with each other. We fight for each other. Because we're real here. We're real here. Clap like you're willing to give somebody some room to grow in this house. Clap like you're committed not to yourself, but to the people in this home. We're real. It's genuine faith. I told you I'm half Mexican. I'm half Mexican. My mom is from Mexico. My mom immigrated when she was 14. She's good. Don't call nobody. She's got a card. It's green. We're fine. Don't you call nobody on my mama. We straight. All right? But it's the difference between Costco tortillas and my mom's tortillas, okay? You get that authentic, genuine faith. That real... We need genuine faith in this house. Please, if you come, if you knew, you don't know any of the songs, you don't know any of the scriptures, you don't have to fake it till you make it. Jesus just said, come. Come. And it's faith expressing itself through love. Here's the second kind of faith you need. You need waiting faith. You need waiting faith. You need waiting faith. You need faith that waits on God. God, I'm, I'm waiting on you. I'm waiting for the answer. I'm waiting for the breakthrough. I'm waiting for the miracle. I'm, I'm, listen, listen. Flesh faith forces things. Flesh faith takes matters into its own hands. Flesh faith says it's all about me and my agenda, what I want. Waiting faith says, God, I don't want to be in it if you're not. Because I know God is never too early and he is never too late. You are always on time, so I will wait on the Lord. What does the Bible say? Those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall rise on the wings of an eagle. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and they won't faint. Why? Because I'm waiting on God. Give them a praise today if you're willing to wait on Jesus. Here's the third faith you need. You need freedom faith. You need freedom faith. Touch somebody next to you and tell them, you need freedom faith. You need freedom faith. The flesh brings bondage. The flesh brings change. The, the, the flesh brings soul ties. The spirit of God, where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. God has been trying to get you free your whole life. Jesus walks into a church on a Sunday. He grabs the scroll of the prophet Isaiah. He says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he's anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor, to set at liberty those who've been captive. You need freedom faith. You need freedom faith. You need freedom faith. When I stay connected to Jesus, nothing can, nothing can hold me down. Nothing can chain me. Nothing can restrict me. I'm free in the name of Jesus. Whom the Son sets free is free indeed. See, the last service, they ain't going to know that. There's a church people right here. I can feel it. It's freedom faith. 
It's freedom faith. You need, you need genuine faith. You need waiting faith. You need freedom faith. Here's the last one. You need hearing faith. Now, faith comes from hearing and hearing from the Word of God. How does faith get built in you? How does your faith get stronger? How does your faith grow? From hearing. I wonder if you're hearing more of who you're not than more than who you are. The enemy always tells you you're not good enough. You're not talented enough. You're not from the right family. You're not doing enough stuff. You're a sinner. You're gross. You're the worst. Filled with shame. Riddled with guilt. Riddled with condemnation. Riddled with fear. But when I get into God's presence, when I get into the house of the Lord, I hear heaven shouting over my life. Do not walk in in the flesh. You are arrested to the spirit of the living God. Somebody thank God today. I hear heaven shouting over you. Something greater, something bigger, something better. Stand to your feet today. Stand to your feet. Every location, just put a hand in the air. Jesus, we hear you today. We hear you loud and clear. We thank you today, God, for a funeral. We crucify the flesh. We die to our ego. And we say yes to the Holy Spirit. Spirit of the living God. Spirit of the living God. Fill me to overflow right now. I thank you for every hand that's raised. Every heart that's in this house. And I thank you that right now, by the power of your word, you are setting people free. I thank you for faith right now. Faith that's strong. Faith that's genuine. Faith that will wait. Faith that will walk in freedom. And faith that will hear what God is saying in this season. Give us your marching orders, Lord. For we are willing to do whatever you want. In Jesus' name. Come on, if you agree with that, let's clap and thank God for his word today. Thanks for joining us for today's message. Feel free to rate, review, and share with a friend. If you'd like to find out how you can get involved or partner with us financially, visit lifepoint.org or download the LifePoint app. Thank you for your generosity. We can do so much more together than we ever could apart. See you soon.